Our green and gold playoff coverage throughout the postseason is presented by our friends at Annex Wealth Management. The Packers now have a divisional round opponent. It'll be the San Francisco 49ers after their big win over the Cowboys yesterday afternoon. Joining us now to break it down, he is ESPN Milwaukee's Jason Wildy of Wildy and Tausch. Morning, Jason. Good morning, everyone. How are you? We are doing spectacular. I think we're going to get more sleep this week, Jason, than the Packers coaching staff. What is going to keep them up at night about this San Francisco 49ers team? Ooh, lots of things. Although the 49ers did their best to try and lose that game uh, yesterday, I, I just I think this is a really challenging matchup. The Packers obviously beat them in Week Three, thirty to twenty-eight, out in Santa Clara, but they've got a really good tight end. They've got a really good defense. They run the football really well. There are definitely some challenges here. This is the sixth-seeded team that comes to Green Bay after beating Dallas yesterday. But I don't think they're the sixth-best team in the NFC. This should be a really interesting matchup on Saturday night. Jason, we've been talking a lot about how Dallas blew that game against the Niners yesterday, but then I checked the San Francisco Chronicle webpage this morning, and through their eyes, it's like, hey, the Niners were lucky to win that game despite Dallas trying to hand it back to San Francisco. Yeah, they were battling on who was going to try and lose the game more effectively. And congratulations to Dak Prescott and the four, and the Cowboys because they won that loss battle, if that makes sense. Yeah, it was it was a very strange game. And obviously the Packers, th- this game was going to decide whether they played on Saturday or Sunday and obviously was going to decide their matchup because they get the lowest seed remaining Obviously, tonight there's the Monday night game between Arizona and Los Angeles. But this is a team that, remember, Matt LaFleur used to be, and I think that's a key phrase here, uh, friends with Kyle Shanahan. They've been, they've been friends for a very long time. And in the aftermath of the offseason with Aaron Rodgers, the Packers truly believed that there was tampering that went on with the 49ers and their quarterback. And that uh, friendship has turned icy ever since. Yeah, I'm really curious to see what the interactions are going to be like before uh, between those two guys throughout the week this week in terms of commentary and even on the field. If there's glances or handshakes, it'll be one of the many storylines to watch this week. Uh, getting back to the Cowboys momentarily, Jason, Gene and I were chopping this up earlier this morning. Do you think Mike McCarthy's decision-making down the stretch yesterday is going to cost him his job? I don't. Uh, uh, I saw that. Jerry Jones said that that was not on the table. Of course, we know that owners have changed their minds many times in the NFL. But look, I'm not absolving Mike McCarthy by any stretch. I mean, he's the head coach. Ultimately, the buck stops with him. He doesn't call the offensive plays. Kellen Moore does. He did sign off, apparently, on that quarterback draw. But again, I know that there are plenty of players that will say this. You are coached in that situation to find the official and give him the ball immediately. And Dak Prescott, as a player of his stature, the fact that he tried to have him and his center spot the ball for themselves, and that ended up being the split second that is the difference between maybe getting the spike and throwing one last pass into the end zone and the game ending on them was a pretty big mistake. And maybe Mike McCarthy deserves some blame, but I'm not sure he's alone in the blame if you're in Big D. Jason, a couple of key injuries for the Niners yesterday. Nick Bosa suffers a concussion. Fred Warner, their star linebacker with an ankle injury. Meanwhile, the Packers are 
resting up and super healthy. How important is that advantage going to be for the Packers going into this game? Huge. It may be bigger than the advantage of being at home, although with 78,000 fans instead of 7,800, that's going to be an enormous advantage as well compared to last year. Um, Look, the short week does not help the 49ers, obviously. This game being on Saturday night, that's one fewer day for Warner to get healthy. That's one fewer day for Bosa to clear the concussion protocol. We saw how much that defense missed both of those guys down the stretch of that game. But uh, it's the playoffs, and guys push through a lot of things. The concussion protocol is in place for a reason. But I would expect both those guys to be on the field on Saturday night. Jason, about that home field advantage, we, we know that, yeah, there's going to be a full house, not like last year. That'll be a big help. We know it's going to be cold as H-E double hockey sticks, probably in the uh, mid-teens, low-teens for kickoff. But my, my faith in the invincibility of the Packers at Lambeau Field is shaken badly, dating back to that first-ever loss at home to the Falcons in the early 2000s. It, it just seems like, I, I don't know, does the other team get extra juice from being at Lambeau? Because for as much of an advantage as it is for the Packers, it's also got to stoke a little fire in the opponent, too. Yeah, it's crazy. I think they were 10-0 and at Lambeau before that 2002 game, and they're 7-6 and in the playoffs since then. I mean, there's been a lot of disappointments in Packers playoff history during my career covering them, uh, and some of them have definitely been at Lambeau. I, I think the Packers would prefer it to be even colder than it's forecasted to be. Um, but again, last year, Yes, they had home field, but Rodgers talked about this. Devontae Adams talked about this. It just wasn't the same, and I do think that 78,000 people are going to have a huge impact, at least this week. We'll see if they advance and who they would play at home again in the NFC Championship game. It's not like they've written their ticket to Los Angeles or wherever the Super Bowl ends up being played, but this is it is a huge advantage. I do think their bigger advantage, though, as Brian kind of pointed out, is while everyone else is losing guys from playoff games, the Packers are getting a bunch of guys back from injury. Last thing for you, Jason, real quick. We saw some spectacular quarterback play on Super Wildcard Weekend. Mahomes, Allen, Brady. How much motivation does Aaron Rodgers derive from seeing other guys succeed to prove, like, I'm still the MVP of the damn league, man? Yeah, I think. Uh, and, yes, your guy, Josh Allen, was fantastic. Um, I, I, I'll just say this. I think he's motivated to win another Super Bowl. They haven't been back in a decade. Uh, I think there are questions about how his playoffs have gone over the last 10 years. I don't know if he needs to compare himself to those quarterbacks. I think he just really wants to win, especially with the uncertainty of where his career is headed. Maybe he's back next year. Maybe he's not. But, it would mean he would be he would be the quarterback who will have had the longest separation between his last Super Bowl appearance and his next one of any player in NFL history if he can get him back there this year. Catch him all week long, nine to noon on ESPN Wisconsin ninety four five ESPN. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. All right, everybody. Take care. Be good. Coverage of Packers Playoffs presented by Annex Wealth Management.